welcome, welcome, welcome to Hoops Zooted. Very somber edition of this ep- of my show this week. Um, you know, got my bong with me. Um, you know, honestly, I don't even remember what I what I packed in here today. Um, I think it might be Cushman sour diesel. Cushman Smith sour diesel. I, I don't. Who gives a fuck? Um, let me get to the fucking point. Let me take a hit first. Uh yeah. Laker pan, Laker fans. This sucks. This this really fucking sucks. Huh. Yeah. So anyway, as you all may know, um, it's a fucking shitstorm right now. Um, three and nine since the in-season tournament, and we just played Memphis last night. Darwin came out in the pregame presser and was defiant about the six sources that have now come out, apparently. And I guess I'm getting a little ahead of myself there. Like, actually, on Thursday, the first bombshell dropped. And the first bombshell was that there are six sources within the organization who are fed up with Darvin Ham and don't feel like he's taking the team in the right direction. Now, Obviously, we don't know who those six sources are. Now, it could be players, could be coaches, could be a combination of both. Um, you know, it could even be people in the front office. Anyway, six sources is damning. You know, you're always going to have like one or two dissenters, no matter what, no matter what the team is. There's always going to be like one or two guys who are like, eh, I'm not quite buying it. But like, that's that's not enough to like fracture a team usually and yeah it's not usually enough to get a coach fired either but six sources six fucking sources so anyway to get back to last night he comes out in the pregame presser and you know rather than kind of like kind of seeing the writing on the wall and changing his tune, he gets defiant and doubles down. And like, you know, acts like the six sources, you know, he, I mean, it was practically like he was, you know, bullying the six sources to come out and put their name on it. And like, I I don't think a lot of people understand or appreciate why there are anonymous sources in journalism. And, you know, I think if you, those of us that are on Twitter, there, there's an there's an easy way to boil this down. I think all of you have seen some of these crazy fans on Twitter, you know, send out death threats and just act generally crazy to a lot of these, a lot of these players, a lot of these um, owners even. And it's, if we knew who those six players were, or 
players or even who those six people were. You know, I don't even know if they're players. I should stop. I shouldn't say players because we don't know. But whoever those six people are, if we knew who they were, people on the internet would be going crazy because there's a bunch of people who'd be wanting to harm those people. And that's why we have to have those sources anonymous. Now, I understand it's this whole like macho thing of like, you know, you got to say it to my face. But sometimes when there's power involved and things like this, and also, you know, the power of social media is involved in this as well. And the power of, you know, rabid fans, they have to protect these people. So everybody calm down about the six sources. You don't need to know who the six sources are. All you need to know is that those six people felt enough pressure that they didn't think there was any other way than to talk to the press about this kind of way, because they probably before that tried other avenues within the organization to try and fix things. If they're going to the press, it's probably because every fucking possibility has been exhausted. So I want people to understand that about why sources are anonymous and people need to back off about that and as a head coach if you come out and you've been accused of that and then you're defiant and you want to like especially in this day and age with what we've got going on with so many politicians acting like that like really bad look darvin really really bad look but wait wait it gets fucking worse so actually you know i gotta take another drink clear my throat a little bit here you know, I'm going to actually, I'm going to play a little bit of music here before I get into the, the next one, because I'm about to get real heated because I'm, I'm really fucking pissed off today. Really fucking pissed off. So uh, deep breaths. I'll be back in a minute. Love y'all. keeps doing that to me weird little thing here Streamyard. i don't know what's going on i got i turned loop track off and you keep doing that and only with that track but anyway no big deal vibe here is chill that's why i have that track at least i try and keep a chill vibe here ah <sighs> but fucking darvin mother fucking darvin ah <sighs> Bear with me if I have to pause here a few times. I'm 
I'm trying not to get my blood pressure up too high. Because I'm really fucking pissed right now. Um, after the game, you know, Lakers did lose. And, you know, actually, like, you know, I usually start this podcast with a, you know, recap of the week's games. And, yeah, you know, if you're wondering why I've just kind of foregone that and dove straight into this, it's it's because it's that fucking serious. And Darvin Ham, in my opinion, is a tumor that needs to be removed as soon as possible. And this sucks that I have to say this because, you know, I, I've been saying on my timeline ever since last year, be patient with him. You know, this is only his first year as a head coach. And even this year, this is only his second year as head coach. Be patient with him. He's still learning on the job. You know, he's he does some things well. All these things to defend him. And we lost the, the Grizzlies last night. And he got up on that podium and he shit on every single Lakers fan and Lakers nation. And I, I'm that's not an exaggeration. And I don't think any of you will feel that's an exaggeration either. Um when you're the head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. So, first off, when you're complaining that, you know, other teams seem to come in and they always shoot really good against us. Hey, man, that's part of the fucking territory. This is Los Angeles, man. Like, we have 18 trophies. People hate us because they ain't us. So, that, that comes with the territory. You can't, you can't complain about that. If you complain about that, you look like an asshole. And you look like an asshole right now, Darvin, among a lot of other things. But then, then the coup de fucking gras, the fucking, the cherry on top, the, the, the final fucking insult from this son of a bitch to come out and tell us I wish that people would stop living and dying by these games so much. Like mother motherfucker. Like here, like excuse me while I take a deep breath and let the sound bites speak for me for a second. With this cancel culture and the shut up! Shit! Shut the fuck up! Nobody wants oh, to hear it. Fucker. You've been talking all fucking week. You don't care what you have to say. Just stop talking. You got me right in my fucking head, asshole. Stop. Damn it. With this cancel culture and the... Shut up. Shit. Shut the twice. fuck up. Nobody wants oh, to hear it. Fucker. You've been talking all fucking week. You don't care what you have to say. Just stop talking. You got me right in my fucking head, asshole. Stop. Damn it. I couldn't help myself. I had to play it twice. Yeah, shut the fuck up, Darwin. Shut the fuck up up like when you signed that contract did you somehow not know that you were going to be the head coach of the los angeles fucking lakers did you fucking not know that because that's what you're fucking acting like right now like you had no fucking clue like this is some big surprise to you 
like oh shit people are coming for our heads oh i had no fucking idea it was like that here are you fucking serious i am so goddamn mad right now as a lakers fan who's been here for 44 fucking years for the first time like i'm i'm seriously considering like not watching this fucking game on Sunday. Like this is some bullshit. I don't want to see him on the fucking sidelines. Like you how can you come out? How can you allow a coach to come out and just slap us fans in the face like that? And after going 3 and fucking 9 over the last 12 games. 3 and fucking 9. And you know, we're almost at the same record we were last year. You know, different paths, same results. Like we're only a few games off of it. It's it's fucking maddening. It's absolutely maddening. It's obvious now who the fucking cancer is. And like, you know, I've even like felt like I've had to be contrite on my Twitter feed and like tell everybody, like, I'm sorry that I told everybody to, you know, take it one game at a time or, you know, realize that it is just a game or, you know, it's a marathon, not a sprint. You know, I apologize. I apologize profusely. I had no idea this coach was just a dumbass and an asshole. And I'm angry and, and embarrassed as a Laker fan, like embarrassed for what we've done to, to LeBron and, and AD. Like, A.D., like, he's been busting his fucking ass this year. Just makes me so fucking mad. And we have, a, we have a cancer in the fucking locker room. You know, that's why, you know, I've got a new background up here today. This is, you know, for the first time since I've been doing this content creation here on Twitter, you know, like Laker fans have united. Like a lot of times we're, we're bickering and arguing over a lot of little things. Cause we don't agree on a lot of little things. And, you know, we have different, different agendas, different players that we, that we like different players. We'd like to see get minutes. So there's a lot of like bickering and fighting, but like today it's been a united front, an absolute united front. Like I haven't seen anybody that's still willing to defend ham. So, you know, that's, that's why I've got the new background here. And anyway, you know, back to like what we're doing to LeBron, like this, this is terrible. And LeBron, if by some chance you ever see this video or whatever, or see my tweet, you know, I wrote out a tweet today. Like, I, I want to say sincerely, thank you. Thank you for everything you've done for this franchise. I really appreciate it. Um, you know, and I, I'm, I'm saying this to you because, you know, it looks like this season is, is fucking cooked. Um, and we're wasting another fucking year of your fucking greatness. And it's really, really fucking sad. And we wasted, you know, this front office wasted a lot of years of Kobe's greatness too, to be fair also. And I'm still bitter about that. And... I'm just really angry today. And I just want to say that, I, but I'm grateful 
to you. I'm grateful to AD, and I'm grateful to that entire 2020 team for winning us that one chip and helping us mourn Kobe because that, that was important. Lakers fans needed that. But we were just hoping for one more here in the year of Kobe, and it's heartbreaking, you know, to be – Two games under 500 near Kobe. You know, honestly, it fucking sucks. It. Yeah, and, you know, these are, you know. Yeah, I am. I am crying a little bit of real, real tears over this shit. And. Yeah, you can, you know, you guys can make fun of me. You know, I don't care. That's fine. Um, you know, this is this is some this is some fucking dog shit. And you know, I, I'm really angry at the organization. I'm really angry at Darvin Ham. Because, you know, he's I feel like he sent us sold us a false bill of goods, all of us, like the front office, everybody. And we all bought it. And the guy's too stubborn to surround himself with smart people. He just thinks that he is the smart guy. And I, you know, let me tell you something as somebody who's been on this earth for 52 years, um, there's no such thing as a self-made man. Like look around you, look at every great person. I wish Kobe was still fucking here because he would agree with me and tell you the same fucking thing. Like, you, you know, you, you, you can work as hard as you want, but you still need the people around you to help elevate you to truly be great. And we are all better together and stronger together. But Darwin thinks he's a fucking island. And it's it's frustrating and as a Laker fan, I'm I'm pissed off and I think a lot of you are pissed off too. And I, you know, I don't know where we go from here. Um, you know, I, I tweeted out that, you know, right before the game yesterday, I just have a sick feeling in my stomach by Monday, Bill Handy is going to be the coach of this team. And it looks like it might even be, be before that. Because um, it seems ridiculous to me that now we're hinging this on the Clippers game. Because the Clippers right now, they've got a clearly better team than us. So we're going to like, hinge this, like if, if this team can somehow climb the mountain tomorrow and, and beat the Clippers, we somehow let Darwin hang on by a thread again and just continue to torture us fans. I don't know. You know, I, I, I love this team, you know, I, you know, and my talk about like, you know, probably not watching the game is it's not true. Like, you know, I'll, I'll probably watch the game because the other side of this, too, that like. I want people to understand is that, you know, part of the reason that I, I put a lot of energy in this team is that. You know, I, I used to be, you know, a drug addict and a drunk, and I used to put a lot of energy into it. And this what I do now here, what, you know being dedicated to every game and doing all this content creation is me kind of refocusing a lot of that addict energy into a better place 
And so I don't I don't think Darvin Ham understands how how much this means to a lot of us. And you know, there were some people that you know came into spaces on Twitter today and you know had some really raw stuff and personal stuff about their stuff and you know yeah it's it's not just me there's there's a lot of us that are hurting and these games are an escape and to tell us to not to not care so much anymore it's just some bullshit like you know i i could understand if this team was young and we were building towards something and you know all we had was hope like those those kinds of you know those kinds of things will fly with the fan base well we can we can take that a little bit more in stride but darvin you've never once sat down in any of those press conferences never once have i seen you sit down and take accountability and just fall on the sword just once if you just come out there and say hey it's on me you know i need to do better the whole team needs to do better but just just once just once say hey it's on me look at every goddamn great coach that's come before you that's what they did accountability and you're not doing it every time it's this fucking like bullshit fucking everything's roses kind of fucking picture you're trying to paint for us and we're not fucking stupid darwin you treat us like we're stupid but we're not fucking stupid so anyway you know i normally would have a lot more that I planned for this podcast, probably going to do a longer one. I usually do like at least an hour, but you know, this, this one's probably going to just be a little bit shorter just because this is, this is really all about Darwin and Darwin needs to fucking go. And Darwin ham is a terrorist. So anyway, excuse me. I'll be, I'll be right back. Let's, let's take a little, another musical interlude and, let me take a couple more hits and try and try and relax because I am getting really worked up again and I'm pissed off. And yes, those of you that are watching me on video, those, those were real tears coming down my face. Yeah. Like, yeah. Laugh at me all you want. Yeah. This, this shit means something to me. Anyway, I'll be back in a minute. Uh, 
anyway, I'm back now. Feeling a little calmer again now, at least for the moment. Um, but, you know, I also want to talk about, you know, viable solutions. You know, the, the one thing, you know, like they've already talked about Phil Handy possibly being the, the successor. And I'm not, you know, super excited about that, but I'm not also disappointed in that. Because the one thing about Phil that I do like is that I, I get a I get a good feeling that he's at least well respected in in the locker room. And I don't feel like Darwin is respected right now. So yeah, I'm you know, I, I am and at this point, like he's much better than a coach who's lost this team. And that's what Darwin is at this point. Darwin is a lame duck who has lost this team completely. And rather than like calm down and, you know, realize the error of his ways and negotiate with other grown men, he has dug his heels in and acted like he is the king. And this isn't fucking high school anymore. You can't act like a high school coach just because you're the head coach. I think so many people have a misperception of what it's like to coach pro sports. These are grown men making millions of dollars. You can't just come in there, yell and scream and bark at them and expect them to just jump. This is not the military. You know, they are making lots of money. They have lots of power and influence themselves. So, you know, and whether other fans like this or not, because, you know, I always get kind of plenty of pushback when I talk about these things. And whether you like it or not as a fan, it's unfortunately the reality. So you just have to fucking deal with it. So it's it's not easy to coach grown men who are making millions of dollars. It's not easy to, you can't just tell them what to do. You can't dig your heels in and be a fucking dictator. You have to make artful negotiations and you have to work together. Cooperation. Cooperation. They taught you that in kindergarten, Dar Darwin cooperation you dumb motherfucker <sighs> anyway calm down calm down calm down you know it is just a game but it is also not just a game to a lot of us and i want to explain why you know, I, I say that on my timeline a lot and part of it is it's kind of a coping thing. And it's also, you know, as I feel like as the, you know, kind of elder statesman on Twitter, you know, there's, there's a few other, you know, older tweeters, but like, you know, a lot of the tweeters seem to be like younger. Like I, I, I kind of feel the responsibility to kind of calm people down and like, ground them and stuff like that but like but in honesty like you know to me personally this is way more than a fucking game like basketball has done a lot for me over the years like it's it's pulled me out a lot of depressions it's just it's been there for me 
and a lot of lonely times, you know, because it's something that you can do by yourself and work on by yourself. And, you know, those of you that have, you know, kind of, you know, had your own basketball and like kept that thing with you and carried that thing with you everywhere, even slept with it. You know what I'm talking about? You know, I was one of those kids. Like, you know, I was never that great at this game. You know, like, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, you know, I never played a high level, you know, I'm, I'm closer to Rudy than I am to Mike, you know, like, you know, I'm not that great. I'll get knocked down a lot, but I get right back up and I can do this all fucking day. So I'm dedicated to this game. I love this game and this game means a lot to me. So it is more than just a game and I'm going to work on not saying that on the timeline so much because the truth in my heart, it is, it's way more than a fucking game to me. And I think it is for a lot of you too. So anyway, I, I think that's, you know, just, I think I got maybe one last thing to throw in about Darwin. It, it's time to fire him. Because to sell out because he put me in the race. I played KRS and throw that ass off the stage. Time to get him the fuck out of here. Thanks to Showbiz there. Anyway. I love you all. And that means just one thing before this, we wrap this all up. It is time, time for historical stoner circle. And today, today I'd like to talk about Darwin, you know, because in a previous episode, I had him as one of the, you know, people we'd pick for gas or pass. And I passed and I'm, I'm fucking glad I passed. I'm glad I passed. I have to say, you know. Because, you know, I was cool with you back then, Darwin. And, you know, I remember my reasoning was like, you know, I, I'd kind of like to, but I think I might get a little bit too angry about what's been going on with things. And so, like, obviously, it had been in the back of my fucking head, and I'd been in denial about it anyway. So, so anyway, like, you know, I'm glad I passed. And, yeah, I'd never fucking smoke one with you, Darwin. Get the fuck off my team. Get the fuck off my team. I, I'm fucking sick of this shit. So, anyway, yeah, it's making me feel like Bane here. Oh, you think darkness is your ally? You merely adopted the dark. I was born in it, molded by it. I didn't see the light until I was already a man, brother, and it was nothing to me but blinding. 
So anyway, Darvin, get the fuck off my team. I'm sick of your shit. I've had it. Just no fucking more. Anyway, deep breath for me before I calm out. Let me calm down. And everybody, peace out and stay zooted. history of mankind, men have been called out and written up millions of times over, but only one man was written up for, and I quote, making barnyard noises and wouldn't stop. Rest in power, my friend. Washiko.